Hello and welcome to the Tonic Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Harry Hedges, the virtual personal trainer at Tonic, and I will be your host today. And today I'm going to be by myself. Um, I did have a guest lined up, uh, but the patient, unfortunately, it's happened two or three times now in the last kind of few months. But um, unfortunately, they, they in a very understandable way couldn't make today. But that's not going to stop us. I promise a podcast every other Friday. And I really hope I'm going to give value in a slightly different way than normal. Um Today, I'm going to share with you something a bit different, something a bit out there, a bit wacky. Um, I'm going to share with you three stories that I have read. Um, I read uh, two books, uh, which I'm going to mention in a minute, and they are a collection of short stories. And they're there basically to empower my day, to make me feel better about my day. They're positive stories or they're quite... um, sort of glaringly obvious ways of looking at life that we don't always see because common sense isn't always common practice and it's nice to reconfirm those things sometimes. Uh, With weight loss, um, sometimes I mention the word wacky a little bit. I feel like I can be quite wacky with weight loss, but hopefully in quite an enjoyable way. Um, What I mean by that is, of course, we know you know, fat loss is a calorie deficit. We know as part of the operation, you tend to get a, well, not tend to, you get a very strong calorie deficit from the restriction that takes place. Um, We know it's important to complement it. It's just a tool and we complement it with movement, with fluids, with protein, with fiber, with vitamins and minerals, all the things that's going to allow our wonderful, wonderful body to thrive in this world. Um, But what we don't always talk about is weight loss is hard. (laughs) You know, weight loss is difficult. There's lots of factors out there that are going to, uh, impact us from our social life. Um, for example, today, yesterday was my four-year wedding anniversary to my wife, Angel, and we're going out for dinner tonight. We're going out for a restaurant. And of course, I will be attending that because I was a part of the wedding. <laughs> and there's going to be family there. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be, I think, a, a relatively, you know, there's going to be a few drinks and we're going out for a nice meal. So of course, it's mighty hard to adhere to any kind of deficit in that phase. Does that make it wrong? No. But does, does that make weight loss slightly harder? Maybe. So there's a balance there and of course if you chuck in things like stress if you chuck in things like boredom if you chuck in things like uh, environment change habits you know these sort of things here are really gonna make weight loss more complicated over the course of time if you add the fact that the industry is exceptionally confusing confusing from different advice coming from different angles at different times in social media everyone's got a voice these days is it low carb is it low fat is it um you know keto is it intermittent fasting is it all these 800 calorie diet all these kind of things that you kind of read about um but truth be told is we need to find we need to put ourselves in a deficit and we need to find a way of adhering to that more often than not there are actually good times to not be in a deficit to refuel ourselves um to create sustainability and of course we've got things like exercise to help out but more exercise helps out more so uh, from stress release from environment change than it does the calorie burn because you've got to burn an excessive amount of calories to outdo any diet and we certainly shouldn't be punishing ourselves throughout now that's me summing up <laughs> weight loss in about a minute and of course there's many many layers to that but when i'm talking about the wacky road i like to talk about things like our evening routine our morning routine uh, so 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 important when it comes to weight loss uh, let's start the day in a predictable manner let's go to bed in a predictable manner it might not sound rock and roll but things like reading a book avoiding bright lights screens before bedtime getting a good quality night's sleep caffeine consumption alcohol consumption these are all things that can impact our sleep 
And if our sleep quality is poor, we tend to be more rash the next day. And I had a lovely comment from a patient recently, which kind of made me think about this a little bit more uh, to do this podcast today, saying that her sleep quality has gone up dramatically and she stalled for four weeks. She started sleeping better and she's lost four to five pounds this week. Now, of course, sleep does not allow you to burn fat when you're doing it, (laughs) but it might set you up better for the day, which means we're going to be more in control more energised, be more active and make less rash choices around it. So it's quite a good move. Anyway, I've digressed. I'm going to share three stories with you that I have as part of my morning routine. I read two books. Uh, I say I read two books. That makes me sound very, very intellectual, doesn't it? They're short stories. We're talking two, three pages long. Um, One book is called Chicken Soup for the Soul. I fully recommend it. Uh, It's about a collection of very positive, very nice stories to start your day well. I literally read one. Sometimes they're like one page long and I might read two. But I read one a day and it does make me go "Ah," in the morning, which is much better, by the way, than waking up, looking at social media, getting triggered, comparing yourself, all the things that people tend to do when they wake up first thing in the morning. I try not to look at my phone until 7 a.m. I wake up around 5.30, so I have an hour and a half of what I call progression time or what I also call 20-20-20, which is what I got from the 5am club, which is 20 minutes of education, that's my book reading, um, 20 minutes of um, planning, and 20 minutes of silence. I have changed the 20-20-20 because they also put exercise in there, but I tend to go and exercise about half seven, okay? Now, I'm not telling you this morning routine because you should go and do this morning routine. I appreciate we're all very different. I actually hate when people read out their morning routines and it seems like they do 5,000 things in the morning, (laughs) such as cold showers and uh, meditation and all the other stuff that you sometimes get with this stuff. But that's my morning routine. That's what I do. And it tends to put a bit of a spring in my step in my morning. Um, I also read a book called The Daily Stoic, which is about Marcus Aurelius and um, other um, Roman emperors. And what I find fascinating about these guys is that they were um, some of the most powerful people in the world and they had problems and they spoke about those problems and they wrote them down. And I find that fascinating considering how long ago that was and how much we can still identify it to this day. So I'm going to read one story out and I'm going to tell you what how it actually affects weight loss in a way. Okay, I'm coming from different angles here, but I like to mix things up a little bit. So the first story is in Chicken Soup for the Soul. And it is about a lady who is at the airport and she's rushing around. She's just made her got through custom control in time. She's sitting there. She's got five minutes before her flight. Okay, so she sits in one of the communal chairs in the middle of the airport and she has gone to the shop because she's been stressed out and tired and she's bought herself five cookies. Okay, so she sat there and she uh, gets the cookies out and she has one. And then she noticed the man next to her. It's a very busy airport. The man next to her also picks up one of her cookies. Now, she's not a confrontational lady. She's actually quite a shy lady, but she's quite angry. She's like, what is this guy doing? Well, I didn't say you can have a cookie, but she doesn't say anything. And the guy just sort of looks at her and smiles to the point where she's like, is he trying to wind me up? What's going on here? (laughs) So anyway, she said, right, I'm just going to let him have that cookie. She has a second cookie. And the man picks up the fourth cookie. Well, sorry, she has the third cookie. He, he has the fourth cookie. So there's only one cookie left now. And he's had two of them. And she is fuming. But it's an awkward one. They've both got headphones in. And she just doesn't know what to do. Doesn't want to be confrontational and just leaves it. She then notices the man pick up the fifth cookie, splits it in half, and then gives her half. And he, and he takes the other half with a big smile on his face. 
And she's so angry at this stage. She goes, you know what? I'm not going to let it affect my day. I've got to go and get my flight. I am out of here. So she gets away, goes on the plane, fuming, stomps off. He remains sitting there smiling away. So she sits down, fuming, uh, onto the plane, looks into her bag, and she finds five glorious cookies that she found, that she bought from the shop itself. It turned out she was eating his cookies. (laughs) And she thought, wow, I was so angry at that man because and it was completely my fault I was the problem and he smiled and shared his last cook with me what a nice man and the whole thing changed so I think the moral of that story is what I quite like about that story is it's kind of before we start looking at and, and getting angry at other people <laughs> I think we all do this sometimes let's look at ourselves and say have I got all the basics right in that day she also goes on to tell the story how it was her own fault that she was late uh, the fact that she's buying cookies in the first place probably wasn't the best idea uh, stress 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 and she probably could have set herself up better for the day to the point where she's like looking at other people um, saying god they're the problem when actually she was the problem the whole entire time <laughs> so what can we do to make our day slightly more uh, empowered where we're in control so we don't start looking at other people incorrectly and thinking that they're the problem when maybe we could just do things a bit better like that story like it made me laugh which is a great way of starting your day these next two are a bit deeper okay i have to read that one i actually remembered off the top of my head i didn't have to read it through but this one these next two i'm gonna have to read a little bit okay so this one's actually from um the daily stoic it's called you hold the trump card Okay, we could look at the upcoming day and despair at all the things we don't control. Other people, our health, the temperature, the outcome of the project once it leaves our hands. Or we could look out at that same very day and rejoice at the one thing we do control, the ability to decide what any event means. This second option offers the ultimate power, a true and fair form of control. If you had control over other people, wouldn't other people therefore have to have control over you? Instead, what you've been granted is the fairest and the most usable of trunk cards. While you don't control external events, you retain the ability to decide how you respond to those events. You control what every external event means to you personally. This includes the difficult one in front of you right now. You'll find if you approach it right, that trump, trump card is plenty. So what I like about that is... It's obviously very, very, very uh, positive, which, you know, some people (laughs) don't like that sort of stuff sometimes. (laughs) I actually do. Uh, But what I do like about it is is control. Now, when I speak to lots and lots and lots of patients, they feel like they might have lost control. I've spoken to patients recently who had aggressive, excessive weight loss. They admit that they have aggressive, excessive weight loss. But one week it stays the same or it goes up slightly and they think it is absolutely catastrophic to the point where they don't see the big picture that they've already achieved. And the truth be told is, like I always say, and what this sort of um, chapter of the book that I just read there epitomizes is um, let's be process driven day to day rather than outcome driven. So I think lots of people might resonate with that chapter there and go, right. Um, am I in control of my weight loss? Well, yes, you are. You know, people here have taken their lives back and they've made a change. But over the course of time, weight loss is not totally linear. There is the odd week where it will stay the same, where it will go on despite doing everything right. Now, when that happens and that's out of your control, it will happen. We need to make a decision. Do we feel sorry for ourselves? Do we go, oh, it's not working anymore? Do we complain and get angry and look at other people and think, oh, they're the problem and all this kind of stuff that can happen with weight loss sometimes? Or do we look at it and go, wow, okay, I wasn't expecting that. That's a curveball. But how do I feel about that? Well, if I look at how far I've come, I've lost an aggressive amount. Usually the average tells a very, very, very true story because I'm no doubt if you stayed the same one week, I'm pretty certain in the first couple of weeks, you would have got, a, you know, a, depending on the process, whether it be a, a balloon band sleeve or bypass, you might have got a five, six, seven pounder in the first couple of weeks. So the average 
still is still pretty good. Um, but or uh, you know what do, what can I do with this information that I've just received? Well, I would say let's go and take on the day. You know, let's go and see what we can do to remain process driven. Let's not be reactive. Let's not run on impulse. And let's see how far we've come. And let's when I say let's have how, how far we've come, that leads me on to the next chapter I want to read today. So this is the third and final one. This, this title is called Your Actual Needs Are Small. It can be beneficial to reflect on what you used to accept as normal. So think about people pre-op. Okay, think where you were pre-op. Um, I spoke about this uh, in the Facebook Live this morning. You know, sometimes we're getting, people get angry about uh, staying the same weight when it comes to their weight, when they're, you know, 15 weeks post-op. Or even if, to be honest with you, some patients get away in and they stay the same two, three weeks post-op. That can happen. Okay, but it's what you do with that information. But also, so, but I'm talking. This is probably more people sort of six, nine months down the road, and they, maybe the goal is still weight loss, and they're frustrated they're staying the same, or they've lost a bit of momentum. There's stories for those. It can be beneficial to reflect on what you used to accept as normal. Consider your first paycheck, how big it seemed then, or your first apartment uh, with its own bedroom and bathroom, and the ramen you you gladly scarfed down in the kitchen. I don't know what that means. Today, as you've become more successful, these conditions would hardly feel sufficient. So how many people, again, bring it back to weight loss. People, um, I spoke to a patient this morning, felt like a prisoner, prisoner in their own home. Okay, couldn't go outside, uh, high anxiety, high, lots of pain. And now they do 10,000 steps a day as part of their job. You know, so what a difference that makes. And sometimes when people stay the same weight, they forget that. They kind of, it, it kind of catastrophizes more than actually what they've actually achieved. Um Today, as you become more successful, uh, these conditions would hardly feel sufficient. In fact, you probably want even more than what you have right now. Yet just a few years ago, those poultry conditions were not only enough, they felt great. So what we meant by that is we still got by. I'm not saying you would have necessarily felt great. That's probably this is talking more about sort of money and things like that. But with weight loss, I think maybe didn't feel great, but we got by. You know, you're still here. And, and I think obviously it probably wasn't um you know very desirable there was been maybe a lot of short-term things to make you feel better sort of calorie dense food and booze and things like that but you've made a great change when we become successful we forget how strong we used to be we are used to what we we are used to what we have we half believe we die without it of course this is just the comfort talking in the days of world wars our parents our grandparents may do with ration gas bus or electricity they were fine just as you'll be fine um remember today that you'd be okay if things suddenly went wrong your actual needs are small there is very little that could happen when uh, i was doing so well there is very little that could happen that would truly threaten survival think about that and adjust your worries and fears accordingly so again bring that back around to weight loss guys when you've lost over 10 kilograms you've added over 10 years to your life based on the science of heart disease and things like that okay that's huge absolutely huge and i think you know sort of slightly different with that chapter there the, the, the amount of survival you've created by being so 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 strong in doing this whole thing in the first place cannot be forgotten now when we do that so when we maybe get something that doesn't go our way or we feel like we're in a bit of a rut or we feel like we're stalling let's just remind ourselves of how far we've come and also what can we do today to make a difference okay because we are in control sometimes it doesn't feel like it and sometimes life gets hold of us and it's, it's not easy and you know I understand that but I think what we want to be very, very aware of is that this is our journey. You know, we mentioned the comparison piece quite a lot. It is crippling when people compare themselves. Like I say, when I start my day, I don't go onto social media. I follow other personal trainers and sometimes I can go down that road of like, oh, look at that person doing that, how they've done that. It's very normal. OK, change the environment up again. Make it a pro proactive, progressive environment in the morning. Look on to take on the day. If I go into my first call and I have 
read things like this and I've done a bit of movement and I've had a good fuel breakfast, I am a far, far better personal trainer, which is one of the most important things to me than I am if I have stayed in bed till half eight, watched a bit of social media, got up and, and called somebody. You know, I'm a far, far, far better. And the rub on effect and the gra- and the, and also, by the way, when we talk about this kind of you're always in control of how you react, life is 90%, um, no, sorry, 10% what happens to you and 90% how you deal with it. That the compound effect of that is huge because you could impact somebody else's day and they can impact, and then they, they got that, that really adds up to a nice story. Now, some people might listen to that and think, whatever. <laughs> but let me tell you now, that's a much better way of looking at it compared to the feeling like everyone owes us a favor, feeling like something's going wrong. We are in more control with it, more control than we think. There are things that can can slow down weight loss. You know, polycystic ovary syndrome, um, thyroid issues, of course, any sort of injuries or anything like that, joint issues, things like that. But what they, what we know is true is that weight loss is always available if we are willing to play around with trial and error, if we are willing to make sacrifice, and if we are allowed to push. Now, when we push and when we sacrifice over time, you have to sacrifice less and you have to push less. That's the beauty of it, right? Um, people, you know, it, it, it's an interesting question. Is it harder to maintain than it is to lose? It depends, okay? That, that lots of people sort of think it is harder to maintain. I think that's if we haven't laid down the solid habits in the line while losing weight in the first place, okay? You can lose weight by just not eating very much and being in a calorie deficit, but that's not necessarily a very good idea. We want to fuel ourselves to live an active lifestyle. That tends to be what happier this is, not just because you lose weight, but because you build bulletproof habits to last the rest of your life. You create other metrics of success to go by. Like when I spoke to Gareth last week, you know, I don't want it just to be about weight. I want it to be about, yeah, sure, clothes sizes, inches, that's all fine as well. But how many countries have we visited? You know, how, how much are we exploring? How many do new places have we gone on the weekend? How many social occasions have we had where we've enjoyed ourselves and look forward to getting back on the wagon on a Monday to go again and, and not worry about weight loss for that week and then maybe make decisions the following week if we need to, depending on what our goal is. You know, how empowered are we in, in control in this? Because we are in control. You always were in control. But sometimes life gets very, very difficult and I appreciate that. But the only answer we have left is to deal with that situation accordingly and go to those things that we know make ourselves feel better. And if you don't know what they are, you need to explore and find them. Okay, it can live in exercise. It can live in yoga. It can live in, you know, a good night's sleep. It can live in just calling a loved one, whatever you want it to do. But there are ways around this. Usually, and that's a good point to make. It's a good point if I do say so myself. Communicating with people. Tonic patients, you've got your aftercare team. We had a patient recently said she was too embarrassed to contact the aftercare team. That's certainly not something that we would ever, ever, ever want to come across in our product. Um, and hopefully that doesn't come across. Hopefully, you know, we're very readily, readily available. But my point being is that hopefully, you know, I've gone a bit around the houses today because these three stories have sort of made me think of different things as I was reading them. But hopefully there was a few nuggets there to help that, you know, concentrate on your own journey. You have got this. You've got plenty. You've always had plenty. And certainly we can help navigate you accordingly as best we possibly can as part of the aftercare team, not just to lose weight, but to lose weight, to empower yourself, to live a life of balance and fulfillment going forwards. Okay, guys, listen, that is the Tonic Weight Loss Podcast, but it hasn't timed it, which A, has made me worry it hasn't recorded it. And B, I have no idea how long that was. <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> there was some value in that. Um, it was a little bit off the cuff. So, you know, I, I, I hope that, you know, that, that, that didn't come across too much. But um, I will always be here every other Friday. And also, guys, harry at tonicsurgery.co.uk. If you want me to, if you want to be on the Tonic Weight Loss Podcast, if you want to, um, you know, if you, or you have a theme that you would like me to talk about, do reach out. I am here. 
to help the very best I can in all different shapes and sizes from visual with the Facebook Lives and the group Zooms, well, sort of visual with the Facebook Lives and maybe a bit more community with the group Zooms, with audio with the podcasts. Uh, obviously, the Facebook group is a bit more sort of typed with the Sunday stats calls and stuff. So I'm coming at you at all angles, all right? <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got some value from that and I will look forward to catching up with you all very, very soon. Goodbye.